investigative journalist Molly Barrows. For years, I've covered the stories that made headlines in Northwest Florida and all along the Gulf Coast. Murders. Missing persons. And mysteries of all kinds. These cases are far from over for many victims because the full story has yet to surface. Join me for Gulf Coast Confidential, where I dive into the saltier side of the South and expose the lies, greed, and corruption that often weighs down the truth. It's time to turn the tide and get a shot at justice. Hey, I'm Molly Barrows, and welcome to the Gulf Coast Confidential Podcast, where we cover some of the most scandalous crimes and cases that bubble up in Northwest Florida and beyond. Joining me to talk about some of these crazy cases is Pam Hill. She's a pharmacist and advocate for victims because she herself has experienced violent crime in her own family. So, Pam, are you ready for this latest episode? I am ready for this one. I know you suggested this, and (laughs) I had not been following this case, but it's a crazy one. This episode is called Plastic Surgery Loving Yoga Teacher on the Lamb Circles Back to Kill Professional Lady Cyclist. So that's a mouthful, but so is this story. I mean, this is just... Insane. You know, this is, uh, we're talking about love triangles during the month of February, the month of love. And this is another case (laughs) that is a love triangle gone wrong. I don't know too many love triangles that go right. I think that's a whole nother episode, apparently. I don't think there are any. So (laughs) let's don't even worry. There are some people who seem to think that it works for them. But in the world of crime, I would say (laughs) several. didn't work out. No, they have not worked out. So here's a recap. In this particular case, it happened on May 11th, 2022 in Austin, Texas. Police say 35-year-old yoga instructor Caitlin Armstrong shot and killed 25-year-old cycling star Anna Mariah Wilson, also known as Mo, shot her four times. Prosecutors say jealousy was the motive because Armstrong's boyfriend, Colin Strickland, had briefly dated Mo when Strickland and Armstrong had broken up for a bit. They were on a break, but when they got back together, Armstrong stayed jealous and resented the fact that Strickland kept in touch with Mo. On the day Armstrong killed her, Wilson was in town to compete in a 157-mile bicycle race. So she and Strickland actually went for a swim, they shared a meal, had a couple of drinks before Strickland took her back to her friend's apartment where she was staying in Austin. And prosecutors said during the trial that Armstrong was following Wilson on a fitness app that she they could tell just from the data on the app that she had checked her whereabouts just five minutes after Strickland and Wilson Mo exchanged a text message uh, before they met up even that mm-hmm. day. So she was watching the entire time. And later that night, when she was back at her uh, friend's apartment, Caitlin Cash, who actually was the one, that's who apartment it belonged to, um, she arrived home after Mo got home, and that's when she found her lying on the bathroom floor, and she told a 911 operator, quote, I can't tell what's happened. She is not awake, and there is blood all over her face, end Mm. quote. So police actually searched through the cameras in the neighborhood. They saw a black Jeep Grand Cherokee, exactly like the one Armstrong owned, on video surveillance about a minute after an electronic lock recorded that Mo had arrived at her friend's apartment. So investigators traced that Jeep back to the house where Armstrong and Strickland lived. And with a search warrant, that's where they found a 9mm handgun that belonged to Armstrong. And it turned out that it was a match to the shell casings found at the crime scene. Still, though, despite that damning evidence, Armstrong 
arresting Armstrong and getting her to trial was not an easy <laughs> no, task. It wasn't. So this is where it gets kind of crazy. You know, we like these what the feasy cases. Yeah, right? and this is really <laughs> what makes it a what the feasy yeah. case. Our love triangles mostly go like this. Yeah. So I guess, you know, here's this this woman that decides that she wants to take out her rival and she's successful, unlike Lisa Nowak, which was the first in our love triangle series, the the diaper wearing astronaut who tried to who drove across the country to try to take down her rival and was unsuccessful, thankfully. Unfortunately and sadly, tragically, this lady was successful in killing a romantic rival. And what's so sad is that she was back with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He wasn't even picking this woman over her. No, he wasn't. But they still corresponded sometimes, and it was at—he started it, and he would secretly um, delete the messages off of his phone. But he did admit later, yeah, I've been touching back and forth with her. And they were friends because they trained together. They did this gravel racing is is what— what they did for fun. And I don't know if that was the competitive part of it, because what I read about gravel racing, it was like, it's it's more fun and uh, natural and organic and it's different terrain and it's hard to time things like that. So I picture it like going out to UWF on a weekend with other people that ride like that. And you go, okay, here's our course. Let's go here. And it's all kind of different things. So it was more fun and social than competitive. And I think that's what you'll see. You have a competitive older woman. She's not older, but she's older than Mo. 35-year-old Caitlin. And then Mo is 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. And she's very fit. She She's a professional athlete. And she happens to do, do, do and enjoy the same sport that Colin does. Right. And, and, you know, and I did not know that background, but just reading about what I did research, it was pretty clear that he obviously found Mo attractive, otherwise mm-hmm. he wouldn't be spending time with her. Right. I think it's natural for any woman to feel jealous or competitive when her significant other is spending time with another mm-hmm. woman. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I can mm-hmm. certainly see why she, the yoga instructor would be jealous. Maybe jealous or maybe think whatever, because there was a 10-year age difference. They are very different people. Uh, Caitlin's very calculated. I'm going to win, win, win. I just told you how the gravel racing was for Mo. They're like, love all, serve all, you know, like the Hard Rock Cafe, just enjoying life. And I think more than anything else, he just enjoyed her company. And I almost, what I read and read and read, they're friends. I mean, her very last thing, minutes before she's killed, is that she's out having a burger and a swim with her friend that happens to be male. Right. And I think that's true. That's why I started to say I can understand her being jealous. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you trust your partner, then you get over it and you say, OK, well, these are friends and, and, and I'm going to believe that you're friends up until I have reason not to. Mm-hmm. You don't decide, all right, if I could just take this woman out, all of my jealousy will go right. away. All of my problems will cease to exist. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what we're about to go into, just the lengths that she went to to try to avoid accountability, to run from the law, from her crime, you know, she went to, she stopped at literally nothing. She, oh, no. she got plastic surgery to try to hide her appearance. She ran from the law not once but twice, and it was due to a technicality that she got away the first time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talked about the evidence that they had, how they searched uh, the home that she shared with Strickland, and that's when they found the gun, and they matched the casings to her gun. But when they, this was the very next day. So uh, as they're talking to her, they actually arrested her on a misdemeanor theft warrant. So years earlier in 2018, she'd allegedly had Botox injections at an Austin medical spa and she left without paying. (laughs) So they kept her on that. And when Armstrong was questioned by police, she was released because the date of birth on the warrant actually didn't correspond to the date of birth that police had on record for Mm -hmm. her. So as soon as they let her go, she took off. Mm -hmm. She sold her Jeep. She got $12,000. 
$1,000 for it. She got a ticket to Houston. From there, she flew to New York where her sister lived. From there, she got a ticket to Costa Rica in her sister's name. She purchased this ticket. Well, you know, the law certainly wasn't going to be foiled by this yoga instructor. So U.S. Marshals actually released a poster identifying her as wanted. And they asked for federal assistance in tracking her down and didn't take police too terribly long. They found her hiding out in the beach town of Santa Teresa, where she had already introduced herself as Ari Mm -hmm. to fellow travelers. And this was all in late spring of 2022. While she was there, she stayed at Don John's and spent most of her days on a laptop computer in the Mm -hmm. hotel's common area, occasionally joining others for drinks at the local (laughs) bar. You know, after you shoot your romantic rival, nothing like vacationing down in Costa Rica and hiding, you know, being on the lam in a tropical place and and drinking with others. So she also spent about six grand on facial plastic surgery. So by June of 23, U.S. Marshals were interviewing people in Santa Teresa. Just about a week later, they tracked Armstrong down at Don John's, there she was, sitting at a table in the patio area. And uh, one of the U.S. Marshals said that initially he didn't think it was her, but the closer he got, he realized Mm -hmm. that it was. He said she even still had a bandage on her nose and her lips were a bit swollen, uh, and she had lightened her hair a little bit. So they brought her back to Texas. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, And then she tried to, as she did, she escaped again. They took her to a doctor's appointment. She took off outside the jail facility, led him on like a mile-long foot chase yeah. before they caught her trying to scale a six-foot-long or six-foot-tall fence. Yeah. Well, you know, let's go back to Costa Rica for a minute because yeah. she was extra over there. They, She stayed in the hostels, the little pretend-like hotels yes. or almost like uh, Airbnbs or whatever, mm-hmm. but— cheap. So she would hide over there. She, Her sister gave her her IDs and stuff. That's why things yeah. didn't match. And she went over there, like you said, and enjoyed the bars and stuff. But the way the, the U.S. Marshals were on their way coming back, and they were like, we got to get this girl. You know, she's over here hiding. She went to Costa Rica, and she had the look of almost everybody in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. Marshals got to talking amongst themselves, and they're like, how are we going to get her? So what they did, they put an ad out for a yoga teacher. And it was like, it was like uh, catnip. She came to it. And so they couldn't get close enough. They said, I think it's her. And he said, by those eyes in the picture, that's her. But he got close enough, like you said, could see the bandages and stuff. And he said, I got to get even closer. So he chose to speak to her in only Spanish. So he would have to lean in, you know. So she thought about all this. She was working out like a fiend all the time because she wanted to be small, unrecognizable, and fit. She, she even picked the handcuffs. Somehow. They were just looking at this girl like, what is she? You know, is she like some sort of uh, Jane Bond? Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, Mission Impossible with this girl. Yeah. So that's what she, in Costa Rica. So, and she stayed over there for 43 days. She did pretty good. Mm, She did. On her own. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Um, You know, when they did finally get her to trial, they had opening murder statements just this past November. um, And they called like two dozen witnesses, including her, you know, I'm sure ex-boyfriend, Colin Strickland, and a friend of hers, a longtime friend of Armstrong's. Her name is Nicole Mertz. And Nicole kind of told an interesting story. Um, You know, she said that when uh, Mo traveled to Austin in late October of 2021 to visit Strickland, she said her friend Mo was, I mean, not Mo, but her friend, you know, was uh, Caitlin Armstrong was pretty mad when Mo got to a local restaurant where they were all meeting up with some friends. And uh, this was her quote during testimony. I asked Caitlin if Colin ever started dating anyone else seriously, what would she do? And she said, I would kill her, end quote, Mertz Mm. said. 
And on November 16th, two hours after a jury began deliberating, Armstrong was found guilty of murder and sentenced to 90 years in prison for killing Mo. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, the the uh, her attorneys actually now filed an appeal um, and filed a motion for a new trial claiming her attorneys didn't present enough character witnesses, among other things, and that she may have been pregnant and Mm -hmm. traumatic childhood events and blah, blah, blah. Such as, let me tell you what they are, the the mitigating new info, divorce of her parents. We've all kind of, a lot of us have had that. Yes, Uh, but none of us go kill people because of it, hopefully. Strife in her life, uh, claims that she was pregnant during the arrest. Yes. And ineffective counsel. I mean, that's a one to law back at them. No character witnesses. I wouldn't think she would want character witnesses if they're going to say what her other friend said. And the DNA confusion and judge issues. So that doesn't sound like enough to me because I don't think any of that happened. But uh, that's what she's going on now. 90 years. And that's what people, mm-hmm. you're jealous or you're going to win or whatever. At what cost? I mean, so, oh, so what? She worked out like a fiend. She's a yoga teacher. She got to be in Costa Rica for 43 days. Now, how you like your life now? Right. And if it was about being with the man and eliminating somebody who you thought was going to take your man, well, you're not with your man when you're running from the Mm -mm. law. No. All of that relationship is out the window. So it goes to show, I mean, you know, I guess you're asking crazy people to do something that's impossible, which is not be crazy, which is see something, you know, to to get out of denial and see things as they really are. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's what's consistent in so many of these cases, especially these love triangles. It's just this short-sighted thinking that if I eliminate this one person, all of my problems are going to be gone. And I even think about it in a weird way. Even the Gannon Stouch was a love triangle of sorts. The mm-hmm. stepmother resented his presence because she thought it was taking her, um, you know, her husband, his father's attention away from her. And here she is responsible for keeping him as a stepmother and whatever, whatever. So she resented that. But you know, again, what happened to Letitia Stout? She's convicted mm-hmm. of killing him, mm-hmm. and now she's in prison. So did killing her her stepson solve her problems? No. Same with Lisa Nowak. Did chasing after her rival solve her problems? No. It just created mm-hmm. more. So, you know, I guess it's asking the impossible for somebody to think ahead, but these women, like, how is this Caitlin Armstrong going to ensure that Colin Strickland is yours forever and mm-hmm. always? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I, maybe some men really like that. Man, that's hot mm-hmm. when you shoot another woman. Thanks yeah, so yeah, much. Right. You know? well, I'm sitting here thinking about that because uh, Caitlin was 10 years older than Mo. And like I said, Mo had the better disposition. Who wouldn't want to be around the sunshine? Then sure. somebody cranky over here, doesn't like anything Insecure. about themselves. I'm going to change everything. I'm going to manipulate everybody. I'm going to do this. Exhausting. But what does one think? If someone came in my life and was that possessive and going to do plan everything in the world, tell me who I can and cannot talk to, and my friends, th- no. I don't, I, w- I don't want to be around that person. I enjoy people that act like a normal person that don't. People bring their stuff into relationships. Absolutely. You have to look at that. And you know you know what I always say. People need to date like two years because to go through one set of holidays with them and then another set because people can act good for one year. Well, and the older they are, the more baggage they're going to mm-hmm. have, too. Yeah. Well, know. I know at my age, I got things I like my way and stuff. But I mean, I'll be like, when you wait, learn. how much time do you have? I got to unpack. Right. You know? They're like, no, spank you. 
<laughs> Goodbye, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. But I guess some guys like the crazy. And I'm not saying Colin Strickland's one of those guys at yeah. all. I mean, he testified, you know, that what a heartbreaking situation. Yeah. Nobody would want to be in that situation, right. I would think. But but to your point, he was continuing to keep in touch with 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 Mo. Mm-hmm. And and who can blame him? But at the same time, if that's gonna be the case, yeah. if you're not really sure you want to be with your current woman, let's let's end it. I mean, yeah. I think we've all seen the movies of what happens when you step out with a crazy because you think it's gonna be hot sex, you mm-hmm. know. Thank you, Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Thank you, Vanilla Sky. There are just, you know, plenty of movies that show when men are careless. If you mm-hmm. will, or people are careless. Yeah, because they can way. work both mm-hmm. ways. Absolutely. Right. If you're careless with somebody else's emotions, that can bite you in ways that you don't expect. Yeah. I just don't understand it. It's just very selfish. And I, we just have to be a little slower with relationships and stuff sometimes. Because I think about they're young at 35 and 25 years old. I would really, really be thinking about is this a person I want to have a life with, have children with, you know, uh, the rest of my future with? And if they're that volatile and jealous, the answer is no. Well, I'm curious if her sister will face any charges for assisting her. Like she aiding, should. Her aiding sister. and abetting a criminal. Because yeah. I was thinking about that. I mean, I get wanting to be supportive of your family. But if, you know, I had a relative that came to me and and, and maybe she didn't know. Maybe she didn't know she had she shot someone. But, mm-hmm. you know, she had to wonder why she was running from the law yeah. and why she helped her. But I don't know. Maybe some people just feel justified. I, I you know, we've covered other cases, too, where family will will circle the wagons, if you will, around a loved one, even when they are clearly guilty. Um, but, I, you know, I understand blood is thicker than water in some cases. But at the same time, there's got are you really doing your loved one any favors mm-hmm. by insulating them from accountability? Yeah. You're not. I mean, we all know that. And I mean, we all know the difference between right and wrong. And if they've done something wrong, yes, you can uh, rally the troops, you can circle the wagons, you can do whatever you want to. But if they've done something wrong, they need to suffer the consequences. And, you know, basically don't give up on them or anything. I mean, I think I told you I was speeding one time down uh the interstate there, I-10. And I don't get mad when they catch me speeding because that's what I was doing. And if that's the, I know the price of it. So, I mean, when you break the law, you pay the consequences. And that's what you have to do. That's called being a grown-up. That's called uh, having some uh, righteousness in you and knowing the difference between right and wrong. Instead of people that keep getting away with stuff over and over and over and over, people do what works for them. We all do. And, and manipulating by jealousy. And, you know, people love to be jealous and angry. It's intoxicating to them because it's powerful. Every It's one of the most powerful emotions you can have. And it's really like a secondary emotion. Makes you feel justified right. in what you're trying to do. Right. And everybody stands back and everybody clutches their pearls and everybody's like, when are they going to get through with all that? Cowering. It, yeah. It, it is it, that and being a victim are two of the most strategic things you can do to move people around the board. But you look at people that do that stuff, and when they walk away, you're like, what a yeah, whatever. And those are my <laughs> takeaways, too. You know, if you find yourself going, I got to track a mofo on an app because yeah. I was wondering what he up to yeah. or what his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend's up to or whatever brief fling is up to. Mm-hmm. Then, then just take a step back and be like, you know, this isn't the relationship for me. Yeah, it's too sad. If, if I got to be stalking a mofo, it's yeah. not worth it, you know? <laughs> It's just, I don't want that. I don't want to be stalked. I don't want to be stalking others. I don't like all that either. But, I mean, some people enjoy it. Some people enjoy the craziness. They really do. Well, I feel like that's got to be some kind of extreme form of codependency. I don't want to deal with my issues. (laughs) Let me just play in this crazy playground. But she's 35. 
and she's been sentenced to 90 years. She's going to die in prison all because she couldn't get help for herself or realize this jealousy. Or what about her sister going, what's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. You know, I said, that's kind of a Southern lady thing. You know, when people are doing crazy stuff, we go, what's wrong with them? You know, what is wrong with them? That nobody in their life has enough uh, strength to tell them, how, you're acting crazy. Right. We, exactly. We've got to do something here. Right. But people don't take that well. Excellent. Well, Pam, thank you so much. Anything else that you think would be important to add about this? No, it's just so sad. I know. It is sad. My heart breaks for Mo's mm -hmm. family. Mine too. And, and everyone else that was involved. But, you know, hats off to the U.S. Marshal's Office for not yeah. giving up and for finding her. Yeah. You they know, were cool. nose job and all. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for plastic surgery loving yoga teacher on the lamb. Circles back to kill professional lady cyclist. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Gulf Coast Confidential. I'm your host, writer, and producer, Molly Barrows, with co-host and researcher, Pam Hill. And a big thanks, as always, to director, editor, and production engineer, James Roy. You can listen to more of our Gulf Coast Confidential episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And you can also watch on the Gulf Coast Confidential YouTube channel. Just don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time. <laughs>